This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis betting podcast. Brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley, and I'm delighted to say, as usual, and on a Monday night, I'm delighted to say I'm joined by our WTA tennis handicapper. I haven't spoken to him for a couple of weeks. I missed his smiling face. One thing about this man, he always makes me smile because he looks so happy. It's Mr. Roy <laughs> Giovanni. How are you, my friend? I'm okay. Yeah, and an, and an interesting day, but um, yeah, we're, we're back on with some WTA. We had a break with the. Um, Billy Jingin, Kim King Cup, which is not something I'd, I'd get involved with, just team tennis and, you know, it's just too many variables. But uh quick word about the tournaments a couple of weeks ago. In Bogota, Tatiana Maria retained her title. My pick, Sara Irani, who had beaten her a few days previously in Mexico, um, lost in, let's say, interesting fashion in the first round to um, Alina Vanessian from Russia. Uh, we know Irani's serve is really weak, but she's usually very good on return. But in the second set, she won just three points in the whole of the second set, which is just unbelievable. A very untypical performance. And she went on to go deep in the double, so it can't have been injury. So don't know what happened there. Uh, Lara Pigozzi went out in the quarterfinals to Britain's Fran Jones, who's a pretty amazing player. She's... Uh, got a condition which means she has just three fingers on each hand and she'd been out for a year with injury and she's come back on the um in South America playing on clay courts and then she got to the semi-finals um, in Colombia uh, she fell to Maria in in the semis uh, and then the German beat uh Peyton Stearns the American in the final uh and the other tournament uh we had a couple of weeks ago was Charleston and looks like on Jabeur is back uh, she beat Belinda Bencic in the final for her first title of the year. Uh, Bencic had knocked out my pick, Ekaterina Alexandrova, in the quarterfinals. Uh, the Russian was inspired one second and then just awful the next. And uh, your pick, Paola Badoza, she also went out in the quarters. And my second pick, Magdalenette, fell to Madison Keys uh, in the round before. But this week, Stuttgart, it's the first European clay tournament, but... It's a really interesting one because, you know, it says clay on the tin, but it's very unlike normal clay. It's indoors. You only have to look at previous winners to see the difference. You've got Angelique Kerber's won it twice. She's never made it past the quarterfinals at the French. Normally falls early at Roland Garros. Karolina Pliskova, Petra Kvitova, also recent winners. Irina Sabalenka's made the last two finals. She's never made the second week at Roland Garros. Coco van der Vey made the final in 2018, and this is after her peak. Annette Contevate made the final in 2019. These are not players you'd expect to see perform well on clay. Uh, in some ways, it's a bit like Madrid, where the altitude makes the ball travel 
a bit quicker. And big servers can go well there. Kvitova's won that tournament three times. Sabalenka's won it once. That said, with Stuttgart, Iga Sviontek is the defending champion. She returns to the tour after four weeks out with a rib injury. But you've got to serve well here. And serving plenty of aces isn't essential, but it definitely helps. Um, I watched some of today's match between Chinwen Zheng and Alicia Parks. And in the very first game, Parks served two aces and three double faults. So, you know, it's it's big serve really helps here. And and the tournament organisers claim this field is stronger than a slam. And it's not outlandish because there's just 28 players in the main draw. But we've got serious encounters from the get-go. I mean, today's a bit quiet. We've got Donna Vekic against, against Alexandrova. That's an intriguing match and that's underway as we speak. But some of the matches tomorrow are absolute crackers. We'll look at them later. But you've got to hit the ground running here or, or you'll be out early. Before we walk on to the matches, so there's eight of the top 10 women players in action this week in Stuttgart. The only two players are missing are Jessica Pegula and uh, my new favourite friend. And she's a friend of mine. She keeps DMing all the time, Petra Kvitova. She says, uh, Nigel, can you come out to me? You're my lucky omen. I said, Petra, please stop texting. I've got my wife and family i'm not i'm not happy with you doing this but anyway we've got eight of the top 10 <laughs> players in the world and uh it is it is a great field it's in a very small event there's only 32 players but eight of the top players in the world are in action here um before we just move on to the matches and look at the outright betting i mean indoor clay it sounds like a, it sounds like a contradiction in itself doesn't it in, in indoor clay i mean it's like outdoor you know Indoor grass. I mean, oh, like indoor grass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just sort of tried. You know, a lot of people here are following us every week. You know, our success has been great here on the on the Bet Rivers Network as well, and on, on, on Game Bet Match. Some people who might come across this for the first time, indoor courts are notoriously very fast. Clay courts are notoriously very slow. So, how do we? Look at this indoor clay and explain to us how the clay court indoors has as as has materialized. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it's a weird one. It's just that anomaly on the calendar. It's been around for a long time. I think it's it's reading it's the longest running indoor tournament on the WTA tour. Um, but it just yeah, it's clay indoors. And it, it means I think the indoor element is is greater. Than the clay yeah, that's that's the in point the I'm trying to make there, really. Yeah. Which which you know you've looked at the previous winners, you yeah. looked at the form, you looked at the game today. Do we look at the indoor form or do we look at the the clay form? So that's really the point. More so the indoor. I mean, we had a tournament in Linz that we looked at earlier this year, which was indoor hard, which was deathly slow. Indian Wells really slow. This is quicker than those. I mean, it's as I say, the players who have won it, the players who go deep here tends to favour, as I say, the big servers. And I guess with the clay element is when the ball actually bounces. You know, you get that higher bounce, it sits up, you know, and so it also favours the hitters, the, the, the hard hitters. With it being clay, obviously there's that movement element, you know, you've got to be able to move well on clay. But, you know, apart from that, I'd say it's definitely one for bigger servers and and ones who you'd fancy on a quicker court. I mean, Angel, I say Angelique Kerber winning it twice. Um, Pechkovitsa, great record. Karolina Pliskova, really good record. I mean, Kvitsa has also got a really good record at Madrid, where it's the altitude. So, you know, you're, 
the, you've got Stuttgart and Madrid starts next week. After that, you're into the normal play stuff where you know, the slower court players come into their own. But these two tournaments coming up, definitely look at the big servers and, and, and the, the ones you'd associate with faster courts. Before we move on to the prices, let's see, you know, uh, Sean Calvert, our ATP Tour senior handicapper, is in, in Spain as well. At Barcelona, you can follow all his content at Because We Win. And Rory will be in attendance in Madrid in a few weeks' time for us, uh, giving us the same kind of updates. Uh, I want him to drink a few more beers because I feel like I feel like the one who's always the one who's celebrating drinking the beers. You're much more conservative than me. So I want you to enjoy yourself and have a, have a good time. So hopefully Rory will be out there and uh, drinking some Estrellas and having a bit of fun at, at the yeah, tournament absolutely. in a couple of weeks. Uh, but let's move on to the betting. Let's have a look at the betting. It's WTA Stuttgart 2023. It's a WTA 500 event, also known as the Porsche Tennis Open. Um, the who's who of women's tennis is here. And Igor Shrontek, four weeks off, as Rory said, minus 106. We spoke yesterday on Game Better Match on the podcast with myself and Sean, looking at the men's tournament where Alcaraz has had an injury delay. They've had Djokovic very disappointing last week, and we thought they were minus money uh, favourites to oppose. Could Rory be the same sort of camp as what we were there? Sabalenka minus 375. She's a two-time finalist here. Hasn't won the tournament, but a two-time finalist with a 375. Ribikina is $8. On as Rory said, on the comeback trail, Won her last event, looking good, plus 1,200. Barbara Kuchikova, someone who's pushed Shrontek very, very closely and beaten her this year comprehensively as well. She's plus 1,300, but is it a little bit too fast for her? Coco Goff as well, probably want it a little bit slower. She's 1,800. Karolin Garcia, 1,800. Kudamatova, 2,200. Paola Badosa at 2,800. I think she's got a win in her very soon, but it might not be this week. And Samson over 2,800. They are the first 10 in the betting. When we look at the draw, the top half of the draw, Iga Shriontek in the top half of the draw. We have uh, Ribikina in the top half of the draw, the bottom half of the draw, Sabalenka, Bedosa, Kasatkina, Goff. I would probably say slightly, slightly tougher in the top half of the draw, I'd probably say, rather than the bottom half of the draw. But um, give us your idea of where the value is and where you think the draw can open itself, and uh, have a look at these um, these outright markets and just break it down for us, Rory. Yeah, I, I'm very happy to leave Sviontek alone, especially at that price. We don't know if she's 100% fit. And, and as I said, the bigger servers always had a chance here. Um, you mentioned Sikovitsa being out. She was a late withdrawal with a foot injury. You'd have to say... The third quarter is the weakest. You've got Coco Goff. She fell in the first round last year to Kazakina and Carolyn Garcia. They're the two seeds. There's only eight seeds in this tournament. And you've got buys for the first four seeds. Um, so it's Goff and Garcia in the third third quarter. Even for Shiontek in the top quarter, she's now got to get past Chin Wen Zheng, who looked quite good against Alicia Parks earlier. So that's no gimme. In the second round, she'll face either Alexandrova Sorry, that'll be the third round. She'll face the winner of Alexandrova and Vekic going on now, or possibly Karolina Pliskova, another former winner, or Maria Sakkari. And then in the semi, she's got either Ons Jabeur or Yelena Rivakina. So it's it's tough. It's going to be tough. Sviontek's not going to have any easy matches to sort of feel her way back after injury. Um, and, it, you know, you look in the bottom half, just the bottom section, just the opening two matches. 
Samsonova, who I quite fancy, actually. She reached the semis last year on her main draw debut in this tournament. She went out to Sviontek 7-5 in the third. She faces Krzykova first up tomorrow, and the winner of that place, Sabalenka. So that is really tough start. Whoever gets through that is going to have to are going to have played really well. Um, so who, who are we going to go for? Well, I'd say with the doubts over Sviontek's fitness, and I think we can say we've got doubts over her form as well. You would certainly have expected her to beat Rebekina at, at Indian Wells. You know, conditions definitely more in Sviontek's favour. I think you can make a case to say Rebekina is, is the best player in the world at the moment. I, I don't think that's too outlandish to get to the final in Miami after winning Indian Wells was it was a fantastic effort and I think honestly think she just got tired when she lost that epic tie break in the final to Kvitova yeah the tank tank was empty and you know she's had a week off she played Billie Jean Cup action but she wasn't particularly exerted there two comfortable wins I think she should be a shorter price than she is her opener against Jules Niemeyer German looks easier than some. In round two, she'd face either Martina Trevisan of Italy or Beatrice Haddad Meyer. Uh, the Brazilian did beat Ribikina earlier this season. So Ribikina, she's not bomb-proof, but I'm a little surprised she's more than double the price of Sabalenka, who who you know lost to her in Indian Wells in the final, and then Sabalenka fell to Serana Kirstia in Miami. And her serve didn't look great. And we know that is vital in Stuttgart. You've got to serve well here. So in the top half, Ribikina at you know $8 each way, I think is a really good price. I mean, she she could face Jabur in the quarterfinals and that would be tough, but I think her serve will be good enough. In the bottom, I am going to go for Sam Sonova. Um, so she has got a very tough start. She hasn't, hasn't served as many aces this year as she has in the past, but she's still winning plenty of points on her first serve. She should have beaten Zheng in Miami. It was a long, long match, though. I think she ran out of gas. She led three love in the decider. No problems with heat here. Um, so I think she's an each-way bet at $28. I, I should just say that these outright prices, they were before play began today. As none of the top players are in action today, they shouldn't change really ahead of tomorrow's action so you know hopefully these bets these odds will will stay the same but from what i can see i think Rivakina's overpriced i think eight dollars is a good price samsonova is, is a tentative pick in the bottom half yes remember head to the bet rivers website you see all the latest odds the outright markets are changing all the time and obviously they've got all the fantastic specials and props on the tournament as well as the uh, the selected first uh the, the matches as well and i think there's about 35 different markets on all the first round matches in Stuttgart this week. So from Rory, it's Ribikina at plus eight dollars in the bottom half. It's Samsonova at twenty eight hundred. Do you think Ribikina is eight dollars purely and simply because there's a little thing in brackets that says clay, and the market makers are thinking, well, she can't play on clay. But when they break it down, it's an indoor clay tour. You know, it's it it brings the the moisture in the air, makes the ball fast a little bit, travel a little bit faster. So. You know, I, I I can't understand why Ribikina is eight dollars and Sabalenka is three seventy five. That's my that's my exactly. I, that's what, and when you think that uh, Sabalenka could play Kajikova in round two, uh, I know we 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 could have uh, Jabot in the quarterfinals and we could have Trontek potentially in the semifinals, but I don't see 
much difference between Sabalenka and Ribikina on the clay court and on a hard court at the moment. So I think that probably is a, a nice play. Samson over, I think, um, good luck with that. I think you're going to need, you're gonna, you need a bit of luck to get through Kudrika, but then you've, got make, then you've got to play Sabalenka in the round two. But uh, if we get past yeah. them, then we're probably favourites to make the final. But uh, that, that's a tough ask. That's a very, very bold suggestion there. But I think uh, Ribikina at $8 compared to people in or around in the rankings and on current form, I think that's a nice play. I think, as I say, I think on form this year, there's no one with better form so far this year. There really isn't. And I think Sfiontech, so many question marks over her coming into this. Is she fully recovered? I'm not convinced her form's the best. You know, she lost in, where was it, in Dubai to Krajikova in the final quite comfortably. She lost to Rebecca in Indian Wells, a match you definitely expected her to win. I think we can oppose her quite happily. And I think, as I said, Rebecca, you know, a, a fair case for for being the form player and the best player in the world at present. So there are three tournaments this week, and one in the WTA, two in the ATP Tour. All three of them have got, oh, it's four tournaments actually as well. We only previewed three yesterday. But there is three tournaments where we've got minus money favourites and every one of our handicappers has a big question mark <laughs> against the minus money handicapper. So favourite betters this week may be in trouble. Uh, let's look at some selected matches. And really, like, as you say, this is this is like the first round or the, or the or is it the second round? It's the second round, isn't it? Because they come through the qualifying. But uh, some of them are first round matches. But what an unbelievable array of matches you picked out here. This could be a major third round, fourth round of, the, of any tournament in the majors. Some really, really interesting games, some really, really nice matchups tomorrow in Stuttgart. Remember to head to the Bet Rivers website because obviously we work in a European time now. So these going to start nice and early. So check out the Bet Rivers website for those latest odds. And the first game we're going to talk about is Paola Badosa against Daria Kazakina. These are two players that uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of Pedosa, and I know we're always a bit of a fan of Kazakina on this podcast. Pedosa is minus 143. Kazakina is plus 115. How do you see this one going, Roy? Yeah, Kazakina, who I, I like when she's on form. She just, she has that, reminds me a bit of Gilles Simon, the French player. They just seem to hit the ball. The most boring player. The most boring player that ever... <laughs> Effort. But, you know, just when they're on form, but when they just, they don't seem to be hitting it hard. They don't look like they're putting an effort in, but the it just flies. The ball just flies. True to five sets, you're on. bored out. You're bored out <laughs> after three and a half hour and he, and he grinds a fifth set. And you're sitting there thinking, <laughs> I need to go to the toilet. Come on, Jill. <laughs> and you're there for four and a half hours watching this guy play. And it's like monotonous rally, rally gets the chop back. One of the most boring. Uh, listen, I think he was amazing player, Jill Simon. But my, I've watched two Jill Simmons games. I'm never going to get that 12 and a <laughs> half hours back in my life. Yeah, no, that's part of the reason I'm not so keen on men's tennis. It goes on a <laughs> bit sometimes. Um, but, um, Kazakina, she's definitely returned to form in Charleston. She beat Madison Keys and then went down in two tight sets to Angebur, who went on to win the title. Badosa fell in the quarters to Pegula, but she's definitely going in the right, right direction after missing the first couple of months of the season through injury. Look at their past records here. Kazakina's record is not good. Um, as far as I can tell, she's never made it past the second round. Meanwhile, Badoza first main draw appearance last year. She got to the semis. So 
on that and on current form, Bedosa going the right direction. Kazakina still not really sure. I mean, Madison Keys was a good win, but how much that was worth, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I think Badoza deserves to be favourite here, and I think she'll get this done reasonably comfortably. Um, so the bet here, Badoza in straight sets, but the bet on the Bet Rivers website to go for is Badoza on the handicap minus one and a half sets. And uh, for that, you'll get plus one, six, five. I think Badoza, we know she's good on clay. Not that that means a hell of a lot with Stuttgart. But she's got good form at this venue. So she she's quite, you know, useful on faster hard courts as well. We know she's a good player and you know she is coming back to form. And I, I think she'll win this fairly comfortably. This match is scheduled to start at 7 30 a.m. Eastern time. Bedosa minus one forty-three, Kazakina plus one fifteen. The spread is one and a half. Minus one twenty, Bedosa are the favour on the game spread, and the total games are twenty one and a half. But Rory thinks a convincing win for the Spaniard. I hope he's right because I'm a big fan of uh, for Bedosa. Next game we're all about is uh, Barbara Kuchikova. She's up against uh, one of your picks for the tournament, so I can probably guess where we're going to go with this one. This one's a little bit later, so no need. You can have a, you can have a line. You can, you can have a line tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's two p.m. Eastern time. So it's a little bit later in the afternoon. So, you know, it, it might be a little bit different. Uh, the court speed with with the play being on and probably being indoors won't make much of an effect. But uh, Krajikov is minus 167. Samsonova is plus 135. The spread is two and a half and the totals are 21 and a half. Uh, these two played have once before. Samsonova won it, uh, which was in Abu Dhabi this year. 7-5, in a very, very tight match. Um, I'm guessing you you fancy your your girl to come through here. I do. It's not often I oppose Krajikova, but I just don't think she's in the best of form. I mean, she went down rather tamely to Sabalenka in Miami. And last week in the Billie Jean King, King Cup, she lost to Marta Kostiuk, the Ukrainian, which, you know, if she was firing, you wouldn't expect her to do. Um and the Russian, as I say, really good serve, um, in pretty good form. I, I think, as I say, that that match against Chin Wen Zheng in in Miami, I just think she she just ran out of gas in the heat. It was in the hottest part of the day as well. So, I think Samsonova. I know we've backed her outright, but I think she's worth a bet here as well to win this at plus one three five. I think, as you say, she's ahead in her head to head. She won in Abu Dhabi. And I think she's got a lot going for her here. And I suppose in the event that she goes out to Sabalenka, we'll have got something out of her if she wins this. So um, I, I, I thank, fancy the Russian here. I think her serve's going to prove too strong. Yeah, plus 135. Could you give her minus 167? The indoor clay might swing in favour of the Russian. The other game we're going to talk about is uh, Beatrice Hadamaya, minus 205 against... Uh, Martina Trevisan at plus 163. Now, you do need your uh, alarm clock set for this one. It's 6 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. Uh, the spread here is a very strong 3.5. The totals are 20.5 in favour of the Brazilian. But she has to over... Well, she, she she's won 2-1 in the head-to-heads against Trevisan. But uh, in their only clay court meeting, which probably we don't look too much into, Trevisan won 6-3, 6-4. But it was a long time ago. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I decided not to have a bet here. I mean, it's an interesting match. Two left-handers. Um, I believe both players are making their debut here in uh, 
uh, Stuttgart. So, um, so that's a bit of an unknown. Um, yeah, I think um, this is a really interesting matchup. I think with here, with Trevisan, she had a really poor start to the season, but finally started to show some form on hard courts in, in the States. She beat Yelena Ostapenko, who was my outright pick in Miami. And as a match, Ostapenko really shouldn't have lost, but Trevisan got through to the quarters. There she lost to Rybakina. Um, now she's back to her beloved clay, even if you know all the disclaimers attached to it. Brazilian's a good clay court player as well. And her serve is definitely more of an asset than Trevisan's. At the prices, I can't help feel that the Italian's overpriced here. But as I say, two players making their debuts in Stuttgart, I just, I, just too many unknowns for me. So I'm going to leave it alone. As I say, I, I've just got a feeling the Italian's overpriced, but, but no bet. Tomorrow at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time, so a late game over in Stuttgart is uh, probably one of the most interesting matches of the day. Helena Ostapenko, that person, you, the player that you had last week, I was actually in attendance to watch uh, Ostapenko play against uh, Trevor Sand in Miami. She's up against M.A. Raducano, minus 136 Ostapenko, plus 108 Raducano. The spread is one and a half. The totals are 21 and a half. The head-to-head is 1-0 to Ostapenka. Um, if I saw these lines without watching Ostapenka live the other day, I would have made Ostapenka a maximum bet. But seeing the conditioning of the Latvian, seeing the way that she was playing, the unforced errors she made in that match against Trevisan, um, I want to see a different Ostapenka t- turn up on the court here. Um, but also, I could never trust Emma Raducanu with anybody's money. She's the one woman I wouldn't trust with anybody. I know I would like to oppose her at all costs. Um, I'll be intrigued to see where you want to go with this one, Rory. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm in the never again boat with Ostapenko <laughs> after after Miami. Um, I think you should have beaten Trevisan. I think she had a chance against Rybakina. Um, but it's a worry. I mean, that's how she plays. She, she is, you know, all out. She doesn't. She doesn't know how to rein it in. She just tries to hit winners, and when it doesn't come off, she makes a lot of unforced errors. Um, Raducanu has found some form of late. She took Yanko Andrescu to three sets in Miami. That was a really good match. Sadly, the Canadians now sidelined again with torn ankle ligaments. I think Raducanu has a chance here. Ostapenko made the quarterfinals back in 2018. She's fallen a couple of times since to Karolina Pliskova. Hasn't got the best of records here. If the Britain can serve well, she could win this. But plus 108, it's I think it's about right. It's a bit shorter than a, I'd want to play at. I think the bookies have got this one priced up okay. And yeah, one to leave alone. Two players that I would never trust a dollar, <laughs> a euro, a pound, or even a whatever. There's no way I trust any of these players at all. These prices. It's a, that game there, that match there to me looks like an over tw- twenty-one and a half match, minus one hundred eight. It will be in and out. There'll be breaks. There'll be one player hitting, going five-one up, and you want to be fading that player, and then suddenly the other one will come back, and then it'll, it'll, it, it looks like two complete players who are all over the place at the moment. So for me, that is an absolute fade, but the over 21 and a half makes appeal for me. 
Uh, let's look at the next game. Coco Goff, uh, the American number two, minus 225 against uh, Kudamatova. She's plus 175. This is 8 p.m., another late game Eastern time. Um, how do you see this one? Yeah, Goff, as I said, she lost her opener last year against Kazakina, and these quicker conditions don't really suit her. Kudamatova has lost her last three matches in a row. Um, she last played here in 2018 when she went out in the second round to Pliskova, who, who went out, went on to win it. Kudamatova had to come through qualifying five years ago. They met in Doha in February, their only previous meeting, and, and uh, Kudamatova won. It was really, really windy that day, and the Russian handled the conditions better early on. Goff came back in the set, second, uh, but Kudamatova won 6-1 in the third, so going away. If she was in better form coming into this, I'd be really confident about Kudamatova. That could explain the disparity in the price, although that could be explained by it being clay, and we know Goff is a good clay player, but I don't think she's necessarily that good here. I'm not if really there's... confident. I still think Kudamatova is worth a play here. Yeah, plus 175. The spread is a three and a half. You can get plus three and a half. The totals are 21 and a half. And these two players have played once before and Kometova won it. As Rory said there, she won it in a long game this year in Doha. So Kometova at plus 175. The final game we're going to talk about, Pliskova against Sakari. If there is any match that you want to look at tomorrow, we'll tell you exactly which way this court is going to play. This is the one. Sakari needs it slow. Pliskova needs it fast. Sakari is minus 130. Pliskova plus 106. Spread one and a half. Total 21 and a half. Take away. Yeah, Sakari's second appearance at Stuttgart. She went out to Kvitova in round two two years ago and retired injured against former winner Lara Sigmund uh, last year after dropping the first set. Pliskova, as I said, really good record here. It's a bit of a horses for courses tournament here um, with her, Sigmund, Kerber winning it. These two have already met twice this year. It's one apiece. Pliskova very convincing in Dubai, two and one. Sakari in three sets in Indian Wells in conditions that would definitely have suited her. I really like Pliskova here. Um, a shade of odds against, she's a bet. And if she got through to the quarterfinals, and Sviontek did as well, could be very interesting were they to meet. Plus 106, uh, Pliskova. Very quickly, Roy, just give us your picks. Yeah, outright, Yelena Rybakina, plus 800 each way, and Ludmilla Samsonova, $28 each way. The matches, Paola Badosa, minus one and a half sets, to beat Daria Kazakina, that's plus 165. Samsonova to beat Barbara Krajikova, plus 135. Veronika Kudometova to beat Coco Goff, plus 175. And Karolina Pliskova to beat Maria Sakkari, plus 106. There you have it. It's a great tournament this week. The WTA event, 500. Stuttgart is really on head. Head to the Bet Rivers website. If you have a bet on the match, you can watch it, live stream it. It's fantastic value. There's 29 different markets currently on all those different matches. Three ways to follow us. Download us, Betting Weekly, Game Bet Match, or your preferred podcast provider. Subscribe to YouTube travel at the Bet Rivers Network and follow us on Twitter at Because We Win. Rory will be in Madrid very shortly. And our man, Sean Calvert, is in Barcelona. Rory, thank you very much. I know it's been a bad day for you, but hopefully we end it on a high and hopefully everyone bent on a high next uh, the next couple of days with some winners in the first round of Stuttgart. Take care, everyone. Thanks very much for watching and give us a follow. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.